Welcome to Fresh Off the Set. I'm Carrie Hawker Diaz. And I'm Laura Murray. Well, this is a fun one today. I am so excited. And I mean, if there was a word that was stronger than excited, <laughs> I would use that because today we are talking all things Disneyland. Like our favorite thing in the world, probably you oh, and I. Oh, I love it. You and I have will find some way to put Disneyland in the conversation. <laughs> yes. We do that every day. So this podcast is, we are so excited about this. We're talking about memories. We're talking about food and secrets and our favorite rides. All things Disneyland. All things Disney. And we, t- we actually matched today our clothing, not <laughs> planned, because we brought in our Mickey ears to wear for pictures. And I already wore mine in. <laughs> like, wait, how is this going to work with headphones? But these are for after carry. Okay. Um, let's get started with what's your favorite Disney memory? I know you probably have a million, but do you have just one that... It's like, oh, yes. Honestly, I have so many. You're right. But truthfully, whenever I go to Disneyland, I am there with people I love my best friends, my family. So I have so many, like you've said, so many just laughing with my friends. Um, But one of them that I loved is I went with my family, and my um, cousin's kids at the time were very young. And I remember when they first saw Lightning McQueen drive down the street in Cars Land, Mm -hmm. and their sweet little faces lit up like they just saw the real thing and it makes me like emotional thinking about it because that magic to them was so real they were so in awe they were so happy and I remember seeing that and I was like they are so sweet this is so real to them it was just it is a memory that I don't think I'll ever forget it gives me chills I that gives it. me chills because the kid is, is like magic for adults and kids there, right? Yes, like everything exactly. is just adults included. <laughs> yes, <laughs> totally. And that's what it is. Um, I my parents first took me, so I was five, I believe. So my sister was two, and they left her at home. So it was just the three of us. And um, one specific memory I have is you know the sword in the stone. Absolutely. Okay, right by the carousel. Uh-huh. If you've been there, you know it. Um, they had me sit on it and pretend I could like try to pull it out. You know, right, like right, right, right. the kid, like you could do it as a yeah, kid. Yeah. And I remember my feet like sitting on it were the length of the entire thing. Like, I, love I was it. that tiny, and it ties into last year we took my daughter who's five uh-huh. for the first time, and we had her sit on it and do the same thing. So we got pictures. And we thought that that was just really special and really cute. But I think it is about the memories because you go with people you love. Mm -hmm. So I think that's what draws your heart to it. Oh, absolutely. Whenever I think about it, I think about the people I was there with, the memories I had. And it's just, I mean, sometimes it's not a perfect trip. The lines can be long or it can be really, really hot. But Mm -hmm. the memories you make there are one of the reasons I love it so much. It's forever. It's it is forever. forever. Um, a lot of things have changed, obviously, over the years since mm-hmm. our first memories. Mm-hmm. And I know that you have been multiple times this year. Let's talk about the whole, I know that they have the passes, right? The annual yes. passes that they used to have. Now it's Genie Plus is yes. kind of the new Fast Pass thing. Yes. How do you like it? So Genie Plus, and I'm I'm going to be honest, I don't like it as much as the Fast Passes. Okay. Fast Passes were free. Unless you did the max pass, um, yep. that costs money. Uh, Genie Plus costs money. So what you do with Genie Plus is you buy it and you can pick the ride that you want to ride, um, the time that you want to ride it, um, out of the options it has, um, and you can only use Genie Plus um, once per ride. So if you wanted to ride um, Space Mountain um, more than once, you can only use Genie Plus on it for one time. 
fast passes, you could use as many fast passes as you wanted. Oh, yeah. Um, in addition to that, there are some rides that are not included under Genie Plus. So, for example, um, Radiator Springs and Cars Land, um, the new Spider-Man um, at Avengers Campus, um, Rides of the Resistance in Disneyland, those all cost extra money and aren't um, included under the Genie Pass umbrella. However, I will say when I do purchase uh, the Genie uh, Plus Pass, I average maybe 10 to 13 attractions a day because the line does cut shorter. I just wish that it was the fast pass and i know a lot of diehard disneyland fans are not super happy about the change Mm -hmm. but i don't think it's gonna go anywhere yeah i know and they they evolve and they change they have to change with times right but i i also love the fast pass Mm -hmm. idea i love just handing everyone ticket over to somebody and they would run over to the ride and like Mm -hmm. get everybody's for you and it was just fun to like physically hold it and come back and have like your fast pass so i miss that I, I definitely miss that. Oh, I absolutely. And I miss the fact that it's like, oh, we just used this fast pass. We can get another one for the same ride. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of, it, it is a little bit of a bummer, some of the changes. But you do, I would say you definitely get your money's worth. You will just miss the fast pass. And I'm like not going to sugarcoat that. I'm saying you'll miss the fast pass, but you'll still get plenty of time um, doing the rides that you love. Okay, that's good to hear because they hadn't introduced that when we went last year. So Mm -hmm. that was like a new thing, Mm -hmm. um, Genie Plus. So, okay. Um, Speaking of new things, so Splash Mountain, they announced probably a month or two ago that they are going to redo it, remodel it, reimagine it, and it's now going to be Tiana's Bayou Adventure. Yes. How do you feel? Coming out in 2024. I am so excited, Carrie. Honestly, Tiana is one of my favorite princesses. Me too. I want them to make this ride amazing. I don't want them to just, you know, take down a couple of things and then just, you know, stick up something that looks like New Orleans. I want them to work their very hardest on this ride. So Tiana gets the Bayou adventure she She deserves. deserves. Yes. I mean, I'm so excited too because she's one of my favorites. So it'll be... I, I'm sad to see uh, the memories of uh-huh. Splash Mountain and everything go, but I'm also excited for new things with Tiana's Bayou Adventure because it's a great movie. She's a great character. Oh, I love her. Yeah. I love her. She's so inspiring. We could probably talk about our favorite princesses for 30 minutes. We totally but could. that is not what this podcast <laughs> is about. You know what I, I always love hearing, and it never gets old to me, are kind of like tips and tricks and mm-hmm. secrets and things. And you have a few tips of, like, when you get in, you, you talk about what you bring. Yes, I yes, like yes. I like this. Let's talk about that. What do you bring for a day at Disneyland? So for a day at Disneyland, this was back when first thing, um, Splash Mountain is still open, um, I believe. I could be wrong on that. Um, I always bring flip-flops in my bag okay. because if I'm going to ride Splash Mountain, I'm going to get wet, so I always carry flip-flops with me so I can wear them there and then switch over um, into my shoes. Or Rapids in California yeah. Adventure. Exactly. So either way, you're covered. Um, always have a poncho. Um, I also always carry ibuprofen, mm-hmm. hand sanitizer, sunglasses, and I carry um, Lysol wipes just because if I'm eating outside like at Jolly Holiday or someplace like that, um, I like to clear off the table. I know maybe that makes me like really intense. I think it's great. But I love doing that. Um, You're prepared. And I also, and I know this is going to sound so princess-like. I don't know what other word to use to describe it, but I always bring roll-on perfume with me. 
just because <laughs> it can get hot. It can it get gets hot. hot. And you can get close to people in lines and sitting next to people on certain rides. Like if I'm on Guardians of the Galaxy and I'm the one in my group sitting by someone else yeah. or something like that, I don't want to be the guest that smells. <laughs> well, we appreciate you not offending our noses, Laura. That's so nice of you. That's something um, <laughs> that I pack. Um, those are tips for uh, what I put in my bag. Um I love the flip-flops advice because my sister and I decided years ago, we try to find like the best shoes to wear. And I'm sure there are great shoes, tennis shoes that people have found, but we found flip-flops are the best because you don't get the blisters on the back of your heel. Mm -hmm. That was just the best for us. No matter what the weather was, we would wear a flip-flops. We found like that was the greatest thing. And I will tell you too, with shoes, oftentimes I will make sure that I change my shoes every day. Mm -hmm. So if one day I'm wearing certain sneakers, the next day I change to a different one. And then the third day I'll go back to the first day. It's just making sure you wear something different every day. So those, you, you don't get those blisters and your feet kind of get a new shoe. Mm -hmm. So they're not rubbing in the same spot. And that is, a, that is a tip that I have found that has really saved me. That's a good tip too. I also like to bring, especially if you're going, um, around now, you know, fall time and winter, um, a, a sweatshirt or at least mm -hmm. like a, a light, like a long sleeve or something tight around your waist. Mm -hmm. There are lockers that you can put and you can use. Mm -hmm. Um, but I like to have it with me because like in restaurants, it can get a little cold mm -hmm. and, um, maybe you just want, you know, something a little warmer. So I like to bring a, a hoodie that there always helps me. And sometimes I know it's going to be cold and I purposely don't bring one because then I have to have an excuse to buy one in the souvenir <laughs> shop. So I'm like, Oh, it's cold. Better buy a new sweatshirt. Guess I have to get a new one. <laughs> the feeling of walking it. I like to go to Disneyland first. You know how you have to choose. Yes. So I know you have to choose which park. You have to have reservations. We can get mm -hmm. that into a second. But you have to choose. I always choose Disneyland first if I can. Uh -huh. Because just that moment in the morning walking down Main Street with the smells and the sights and the shops. It's, there's nothing better. I am getting all emotional just thinking about it, Carrie. It's so good. <laughs> it is. It really is. Like, you can't beat it. Okay, so as far as reservations go, mm -hmm. you've been most recently. Mm -hmm. You need to make them in advance. Yes. And I honestly, um, it has broken my heart. I have seen some people with annual passes. Annual passes still have to make reservations, too. They'll go up, and they'll be like, you can't come in the park. You didn't make a reservation. Oh, that would be the worst. So everyone out there listening, you have to make a reservation at Disneyland in order to go in. Mm -hmm. So you get on the computer, pick your days. Um, if you have a park hopper, you pick the park that you want to go in first. Um, if you're just buying you know, a, a regular pass for one park or another, obviously, you've chosen your park. But you have to make sure you have a reservation, or they won't let you in. In fact, I was there... Um, in January and my parents and I were there with some friends and um, we figured out that my family and my uh, cousin's little boys were going the next day. My parents got their reservation. I forgot to. I walked in and they wouldn't let me in. They were like, you don't have a reservation. Oh, no. And they were like, lucky for you, there are still some available today. So I was able to get in, but that's not always the case. Mm -hmm. So to save heartache, Make your reservations beforehand. Don't forget that. I mean, it used to be back in the day, you just walked on in, handed your pass, Get everything your was fine. Go. Remember those reservations. Um, if you've been recently, you understand. But if you haven't been for a while, that's going to be new to you. So please remember to do that. Yes, absolutely. Another thing you need reservations for are restaurants now. So um, mm -hmm. we, our favorite is Blue Bayou. That is our absolute favorite mm -hmm. restaurant that we go to every time. And um Months before, I was, like, checking. I think it's only, it's, like, either 30 or 60 days before. So they mm -hmm. only open the calendar up a certain amount of time. 
where you can make reservations and um, it can be hard to get them, especially around dinner time, exactly when people Mm want to go. One tip that I read that was a really good one is if you're in the parks, you're already there and you forgot to make reservations, check the night before around midnight because a lot of people cancel the next Mm -hmm. day and so they may open up. They may. And honestly, it never hurts to just go up to them and ask. I mean, it's not always going to work. I would say plan A should be schedule ahead of time. Um, And there are also certain restaurants that do, uh, you can join the wait list um, Mm -hmm. walk-up. Cafe Orleans um, in New Orleans Square does that, where they serve the Monte Cristo sandwiches and really delicious um, palm grapes. The best sandwiches. Um, Lamplight Lounge, um, also that's in California Adventure. They also do a walk-up list if you weren't able to make the reservation. Um, And Carthay Circle does El Fresco Dining. That's a fun um, restaurant, too. Yes. The Alfresco Dining, I love. And they also do a walk-up. I mean, obviously, like I said, plan A is to make um, your reservations. If but you can. Those are just, you know, backups. And along with that, pretty much every single place now in Disney that is not a sit-down restaurant will do mobile order. So it's really nice if you start your day and you think, oh, I want the pasta and breadsticks at Pizza Planet later mm-hmm. today. I'm going to schedule my mobile order for 230 and it will be all ready for you. So really, there are lots of ways to get your food fast because there's nothing worse than when you're ready to eat at Disneyland, you are starving, <laughs> you're with starving kids, you look up and there's a line and you're like, oh no. Hey, you're walking around a lot. You're burning calories. You need some you know, food, snacks throughout the whole day. Do you have a favorite, let's talk about favorite maybe restaurant and favorite like food that you like to get and then we'll do dessert right after. Oh, man, so honestly... I always hesitate saying my favorite because then it's going to get more crowded. But I will tell you, whenever I go to Disneyland, I cannot miss Lamplight Lounge because their lobster nachos are seriously mm, that sounds so good, amazing. They have these amazing lobster nachos and this delicious hamburger, and it's really precious. Um, it used to be Ariel's Grotto, then they turned it into Lamplight Lounge, and it's yep. Pixar-themed. And the food is absolutely delicious. Love it. That That is my favorite. And this is in California Adventure. So yes, this it is, is in the other park. Yes, yes, yes. That's a good one. That's okay, really good. What is yours, Carrie? Um, probably the one I just mentioned. Probably Blue Bayou. Blue Bayou. I do love the Monte Cristo. Mm-hmm. I try to get I try to eat a little bit lighter these days. <laughs> <laughs> As I get older, I can't handle the Monte Cristo. It's like heavy in my stomach all day. So they have like a great gumbo. Mm-hmm. Um, just the I think the atmosphere you have if you haven't been. It's uh, you sit right next to Pirates of the Caribbean. The ride, literally, the boats go right by you, and it's dark with lamps and. Um, I like how you said that. They go right by you. By you. I see what you did there. <laughs> it's just it's it's really <laughs> it's a man. We're Disney nerds. I love it. Um, it's it's a really cool experience. So if you haven't tried that, definitely try the Blue Bayou. Um, favorite treat. Oh, I know what yours is. Yep. Yours is um, the churro toffee. Yes, because you brought it to me twice. Girl, when friends go to Disneyland, they bring friends their favorite treat back, if possible. It's a good treat. If you haven't tried the churro toffee, definitely give give it, give it a shot. Um, for me, I would probably say the raspberry macaron, which you can get at Jolly Holiday. And a tip with that is those sell out. So when Ooh. you wake up, if you are planning on getting one, mm-hmm. mobile order that as soon as you can. Raspberry macaron, Jolly Holiday, absolutely delicious. Um, other than that, I love a good Mickey bar. Just the vanilla ice cream dipped in chocolate shaped like a Mickey. The nostalgia of that is fun, too. I love it. They're my dad's favorite. And all growing up when he would um, take us to Disney World or Disneyland, I remember him 
like pulling off to the side and being like, I need a Mickey bar. I mean, in my little kid head, that's what he sounded like. So those are probably my two favorite treats. And there's so many you can try. I mean, I I know that I haven't even gotten close to trying everything. So there's so many. Um, The fall, the autumn season at Disneyland right now is just, there's something so special about it. Oh, I love it. Have you done the Oogie Boogie? I have. So fall, if you have never been to Disneyland during Halloween time, you absolutely have to go. It's super magical. Haunted Mansion is turned into Nightmare Before Christmas themed. Mm-hmm. It is, um, they do that. It's so much fun. The Oogie Boogie Bash is actually, um, it's an uh, extra cost to your ticket, um, and it takes place at California Adventure. So what happens is um, they close that park down early just for the people who have the Oogie Boogie tickets. Um and people dress up. And what's really cool about it is it's really cool if you have kids because they set up a bunch of trick-or-treating places. Um, last year when I went, villains were over the trick-or-treating thing. How fun. Um, I dressed up as Cruella, and I had to go trick-or-treat with Cruella. I mean, I was this have to 30-plus-year-old trick-or-treating. I just needed Cruella to look at my outfit and give me her nod of approval. It's fine. It wasn't (laughs) weird or anything. Um, So for kids, I think it's really great with all the trick-or-treating things. Okay, Um, for kids. And honestly, it was really great for a little bit because the lines were shorter. Um, I don't know if I would do it again without kids. It was just me and two of my best friends. And we had a great time. We dressed as villains. Like I said, I was Cruella. Um, But more fun with kids. Yeah. Because I think they would just really enjoy all the trick-or-treating. And it's, like, legit. It's getting good candy, good snacks, um, and they really dress it up. It's beautiful. The villains are just amazing. These character performers do such a good job. Um, So if you have kids, I think it's worth a try at least once. Um, Going once is great, but like I said, I don't know if I would do it again. Oh, that's good advice. That's really good advice. You know because you've done it, so that's good. Um, Speaking of a fun time at Disneyland, holidays with Christmas coming up. Yes. So this is one of my most favorite times. If you haven't been during the Christmas holiday, definitely try to go. Try to experience it. Um, They have the World of Color, Season of Light. That's returning. That's a World of Color show in California Adventure. Um, Holidays start. So they start November 11th all the way through January 8th. Um, They have the Christmas Fantasy Parade and one you mentioned, Haunted Mansion Mm -hmm. Holiday, Mm -hmm. is still there. Okay, so this is something they did last year, and they haven't announced it yet this year. Um, It's Disney Marius Nights. Oh, I wanted to do that so badly last year, and you did it. How was it? it? So what it is is it's five separate ticket, limited capacity Christmas parties. And you don't – I mean, you could get tickets to how many ever you want. We just did one. Uh But um, we loved it, and I'll tell you why. It's less crowds – Nice, and that's so hard to come by at Christmas time. It is. It is magical, but the lines are not. Yeah, I think <laughs> if you get if you do this, the Disney Marius Nights, even just to have the it less crowded, is mm-hmm. definitely worth it. They have different treats, especially for that. They have different themed lands. They have like musical performances. One of the favorite things was that I've never seen at Disneyland was they had a Muppets bus. And they came around and circled around Main Street, and they were singing. It was during the parade, after the parade, and my daughter just, like, loved it and talked about it forever. That is precious. So that I think that so that's... so precious. I think if, if for less crowds, if they announce they're doing it again this year, Disney Marius Nights, try it for just that. And honestly, just going to Disneyland during Halloween and Christmas really is 
extra magical because it's Disney. They pull out all the stops for all of their decor. That's true. Um, they have seasonal, um, they always have seasonal treats. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are always fun to try. It's just a really, Disney's always magical. They go that, big. That is a really great time to go. Okay, last question. Is there, is there a place that's underrated that you like to go that maybe not a lot of people know about? Okay, I'm going to talk about underrated rides here. I love, and this maybe makes me sound like I'm four years old, but I'm going to say this. I love um, the storybook mm-hmm. ride, the storybook boat. And honestly, I love it at night when the lights are twinkling. And actually, if you're the first person to ride that day, you get a um, sign their storybook that they have. Um, and then if you have kids... They can actually sit at the very front of the boat and be the, quote, well watchers. Cute. We haven't done this. So there, those are some kinds of secrets for that ride. And honestly, it's a very slow ride, very casual. The person in the back of the boat is making jokes, kind of like they do on, on Jungle Cruise. But it's so nostalgic for me because I see you go through the stories that I grew up with when Disney was coming out with all of their animated films. And it's just so sweet. I honestly love fantasy land at night um i think it's so magical and that ride to me is so underrated because when you think of favorite rides you obviously have the fun ones you know mm-hmm. indiana jones space mountain guardians of the galaxy but when i think about that one it like gives me all the emotional feels so definitely try it if you haven't so okay, there you I'm go gonna do that next time um one thing that i think is underrated for people to do if it's hot outside it gives you a break to like get out off your feet get some air conditioning. It's right when you walk in Disneyland. It's um, Great Moments with Mr. Lincoln. It's a little show. You, I it's love like, that. The air conditioning is incredible in there if you just want to cool down. I love that. Um, there's also an animation studio in California Adventure mm-hmm. where they have something, um, uh, Talk and Crush, I think it's called. Yes. Right, right? Is that what it's called? Yes. The turtle. Um, and it's a place that you can go to cool down once again, kind of put your feet up, let the kids kind of look at all the animation stuff. Um, that's one of my, my well, favorites. And too, there too. they have the beast castle where you can go in and take a quiz to oh, yeah. see um, what Disney character you are. So you can either be a hero or a villain. Um, and I went in and I mean, if you follow me on social media, you know Cinderella is my girl. She is my favorite. I went in there, I took the quiz, and I ended up with Belle. And I was like, what is happening? But I, <laughs> I was fine with it because I wish I was more like her. So that's really fun for kids to do, too. You go in, you get your picture taken, and then it, you answer some questions, and it tells you what character you are. So if you need a little bit of a break, that is a great place to go. That's a fun place to do. Um, well, we could literally talk about Disneyland forever, but unfortunately we have to wrap up. And when are you going next? Uh, Do you have any plans? I think it will be sometime in the fall before I'm an annual pass holder and it's expiring in November. So I'm going to head, um, going to head out there, uh, a few more times. Uh, my brother-in-law is friends with Spider-Man. So that's fun to go out there. So we'll, I'll head out there eventually. I can't stay away too long. It's like my second home. Yeah, I love it too so much. It's just somewhere to build memories with the family and um, somewhere I like to return. And hopefully you learned some things today in this podcast because we have, maybe we could do like a part two eventually. Part two, there's part a bunch three. of Disney secrets <laughs> that I would love to get. Yeah, yeah we'll have to see if our producer lets us. But. And thank you for listening to another episode of Fresh Off the Set. Please rate, review, and subscribe, and we will see you next week.
Congrats, you made it to the end. If you want to continue to freshen up your day, you can watch us on Fresh Living every weekday on CBS Channel 2 in Utah at 1 o'clock. You can also watch us on our YouTube channel, KUTV Fresh Living, and follow us on social media. We will see you next week.